Welcome to the PR Endurance Training Podcast, Episode 3, with your host, Roger Hospitalis and Paulina uh, Allen. All right, so today we are going to talk about mm-hmm. a few things here, and we'll kick things off by celebrating the finish of Chris Nekic, the, um, what we got, the Down Syndrome athlete, so 21 years old, finished an Ironman on a weekend at Ironman Florida which is pretty inspiring. Uh, you, I hope you caught that story. Me? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yes, I did. It was pretty epic um, to watch that. What, what a, a feat for Chris. Um, I Actually, this morning I was watching um, some videos of him um, on YouTube, and um, that was just absolutely inspirational. You know what really got me was that was a real choppy swim, Roger. Did you see you yep. swim? Wow. Yeah. So to have just gotten through the swim, that is uh, pretty epic. Um, you know, and then I think he rode 180K with, I don't know if those were cycling clip-in shoes. I think he just had regular running nope. shoes on. Yeah, I was trying to check that out. So yeah, I, regular, I, flat. regular flat shoes on um, a flat pedal um, and then the run. So I, I think we have just kind of set a moment in history on the weekend for sure and now we've seen like all the news outlets espn sports illustrated everyone has uh you know publicized and 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 made stories i think it was on a today show this morning as well i didn't see that oh i'm gonna have to watch it yeah so and i think um where we're going with this as well like um him and his father and again promoting down syndrome awareness and they had this hashtag and this, this sort of, of mindset of 1% each day. So improving 1% each day. And I think is what we try to do with all our athletes trying to promote is that, yeah, all you can do every day is try to be better, right? Like um, not every day is going to be great, but you can just bring your best out of yourself in each training session. Um, what everybody's got to give. You got to give it and try to be 1% better each day. Absolutely agree with you there. Um, I I think his triathletes um, and athletes, we're we're always just trying to squeeze out so much more of ourselves. I find in the Western culture, we're, we're a bit of perfectionist and trying to maximize everything that we possibly can. But when you just look at the micro and the macro and just breaking it down nice and small, the 1% is the way to go. And it fobs off injuries. Right, Raj? Perfect. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. And then this is also something we want to talk about. And I think we touched upon it in episode two. And I mean, you know, about why getting a coach. And maybe this time, maybe when people don't see races on the horizon, that it might be actually even more important to get a coach. Yeah. But again, just keeping the whole idea right you're training not necessarily for a race but to be better right to be a better athlete to be healthier um all right like um for those athletes who stuck with us during this time you know what what things have you used with them um for me with my athletes it's we've kind of we broke it down. Yes, there was no racing this year. So some of my athletes decided that they wanted to just become stronger 
um, with their cycling. You know, often with the pools being closed down and they didn't have access to open water, um, some of us focus more on our cycling, um, handling skills. Uh, some went mountain biking on trails and then we did some running blocks. And again, it was just chipping away, chop wood, carry water. And it wasn't always fancy, you know, prescribed workouts. It was just about getting out and doing a little bit and keeping their mindset really healthy and, and getting out of the house. That was my focus yeah. with my people. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. It's just, uh, you know, looking at, you know, just improving overall. Again, the whole 1% sort of mindset. We never really used those words, but uh, might as well celebrate Chris as well yeah. here. Um yeah, and just be better, right? And of course, we made our own events. Um, we had our big race day up in Collingwood. We did, yeah. Right, mm-hmm. and our awesome medals uh, <laughs> that you made, which is quite awesome, and the gift bags and the whole thing. We made a big deal out of it. Yep. I wonder if multi-sport would give me a job with making medals because I was actually quite happy with the turnout of those. You know what? We'll yeah, post you... another picture up on our Instagram account and show you, yeah. show all our listeners. Um, what they were looked like okay sure. mm-hmm. and um yeah and then we had our we, we we sort of partnered with the the honda waterfront run we had it hosted our own sort of virtual waterfront run in mm-hmm. uh october yep so pretty good yeah we had a great turnout for that that all socially distanced um that was a that was a great day a couple of prs in there for the 5k yeah Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of those things and again, different challenges and so on. And um, yeah. And I know maybe we will we'll touch on more in depth um, with the Everesting attempt, but even we challenge our own selves and you did an Everesting, uh, you know, quite an achievement there. Uh-huh. Highly recommend it. You want to talk about it? You want to touch upon that just a bit, not necessarily. We'll dive into. Okay. You know, so some people, as you say the word Everesting, so some people may wonder what that is. So what you do is you find a hill and you are going to do hill repeats until you accumulate 9,000 meters of climbing. You can take as many stops as you wish. However, you in the rule book, there's always a rule book when it comes to cycling. Um, you're not supposed to take any naps or have a sleep. Okay, um, so some people have done it um, in the seven hour range, and then I've seen other people do it in the 36 hour range. It just depends, you know, on, on your, the terrain that you choose. Um, I ended up doing it up in Collingwood um, on my own, had a few others who ended up bailing, but I decided to get on with it. The Collingwood was the scenic cave climb, and it was 42 repeats, and I took a total of 10 minute rest periods. Um, I had my husband out there who was incredible support and um, handed me bottles for 11 hours. Yeah. Um, But I think we could go more into that because there is a whole underground movement with that. Where did it evolve? Who came up with it? Um, It did start in Australia by this guy, Andy. Mm -hmm. And um, at the beginning of the year, it was 5,000 people had attempted this Everesting. And by October, we were at 13,000 people had accomplished it. And I got to tell you, Roger, it was harder than an Ironman. And it takes a lot for me to say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But a great feeling. Like, yeah, for sure. Because we do, we do have a lot of people interested and even 
doing this again upcoming uh-huh. in the 2021. Yes. It may be actual well, service mean by provide. We may even look at providing camps and things like that. So stay Absolutely. tuned. Absolutely. Give you a little teaser. And for those who are even thinking about doing it, you know, Paulina will pass on good tips and maybe things to think about as far as preparation is concerned, maybe even tap into her coaching and to, to helping you successfully accomplish that. But, you know, you, you do need a crew uh, of people to support you. And again, it's a, a service we are looking to provide as far as providing that expertise down the line. Yes. Um... Yeah, I will say that you do need a crew, especially for the Everesting. Um, I'm on a couple of forums. And for those who went out to do their own Everest and did not have people there to support, um, the ones that I read, they just weren't able to do it on their own. It, you know, you got to, it is a tough day out there. And then you get the weather and the elements and just all types of things that go on. So that is something that we will be offering. It's called um, along the lines of we will be support your epicness. Mm-hmm. Right. So, as, as yeah, just things to think about as we navigate through this whole COVID situation, as we see, I think, uh, as the time of this recording um, record numbers in Ontario. Yeah. Um, so who knows what kind of shutdowns are going to happen, but again, that should not stop you from being able to still continue your training. Yeah. That's a matter now of how we were going to get together. And I know we plan on uh, offering, uh, our own self-supported events if real events don't happen, but we've got some good news on the horizon as of again, today, yes. Multisport Canada announced that, registration for 2021 is opening right so there's going to be some limit again things will change as we as we go forth in the future here as far as how events are going to be carried out we see that in Ironman is a very specific protocol as far as um, bringing in your your bike check-in as far as people at the, the venue with masking and things like that so it is a protocol but we do see that events are being successfully put on without any, you know, outbreaks and things like that. So multi-sport Canada with, um, again, respecting social distancing and, and all these things. If you go on their website, it'll take you to an update on 2021 event series. And if you have on their email list and you've got that information. So it looks here that registration is going to open on, I think the 23rd. Um, but again, we could go through some of the details. It looks here that there's a few venues for sure that it, it is going to happen here. Uh, yeah, so m- public registration will begin on Monday, November 23rd. With those that deferred last year will give, be given first choice. And um, there's basically going to be sprint, give it a try distances. Um, the longer distances are going to happen this year. No. Uh, unless things drastically change and, the, you know, this vaccine, who knows, but we can't look at what might happen. We can know what they plan yeah. to do. Um, so, yeah, so there are going to be events at Welland in late June, Bracebridge late July, and Toronto Island mid-August, right? So they look at providing events at those areas and possibly Wasega Beach and Gravenhurst. So, again, all these are also limited to seeing what happens in the future, right? Who knows what outbreak might happen, what happens with these cities. Exactly. 
Um, but you know what, Roger? It made me feel really excited, though, when I saw this uh, this email came in at 7.08 this morning. So to know that we've got three races that we can, um, you know, you got to get at your computer, though, early on Monday, November the 23rd to sign up. It makes me feel excited. I, I love to have that hope. Um, and I'm going to have to start to find some speedy legs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can't remember the last yeah. time. Yeah, with the sprint. So this will be quite fun and exciting. Yeah. yeah. You know, of course, we love Multisport Canada Series. I've been with them since the very beginning. And, of course, uh, you are an ambassador okay. athlete. And uh, so maybe we will – yeah, we've had a long history, right? Yeah, it's just searching up videos out there of me interviewing you before we even got together um, – to yeah. work and be partner here in this uh, in this uh, coaching company mm-hmm. here. So let's let's touch upon that. Do you, as far as Welland, Bracebridge, and Toronto Island, I think you may have won at every venue possibly there. Um, I know Bracebridge definitely. What do you can you tell people about Welland? Uh, oh, the Welland. Okay, so Welland. If you've never done the Welland race, this is a necessity. You've got to put this on your race calendar for 2021. Uh, you swim in the basin. So it, you're actually kind of swimming in a swimming pool because there are thin white ropes quite deep below you. So you're not going to be able to touch them. But, um, you know, you're to swim up the lake. You can follow the line. You swim across and then when you come down the other side of the lake, um, you're going to follow the lines there again. So it's it's a very fast swim. It's flat water. There's no current. The, the only current you're getting is the other swimmers around you. Um, and then for all those that like flat course, the bike is pretty pancake flat. And then the run, again, you're often running around the lake, if you will. It's not a now, lake. I keep calling right it a lake. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's a canal. canal. Yeah. It's the canal. Okay. Um, so I would describe it as very flat and it's fast and on a, yeah. 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 Like when I suspected that, you know, multi-sport would open up, uh, mm-hmm. races for sure. Ellen would be a go-to right. venue because you can really bring in a bunch of people, get them race and then have them leave and bring in another mm-hmm. group, especially if they keep the course as they did last year with the sprint, um, just multiple laps, right. almost almost like a crit mm-hmm. course within a very confined mm-hmm. area, which is fa- flat, fast, lots of turns, but a lot of fun. I mean, I, I love racing that kind of format. So it's very controllable. And um, yeah, you can still come out and have a, a yeah. lot of fun. And I know we all promote coming and racing uh, the shorter events, uh, good fun speed sessions for our long course athletes. So it's a great mm-hmm. venue. And the other thing too is it's, it's a huge area right i mean there's just so much room to be spaced out if anybody has any concerns about that um unlike like if you think about bala i mean they, they haven't used bala but it's it's a very small park so the the welland there they they can have that you've got a huge parking lot uh, the bike the t1 t2 area it can be huge so that's going to be a fantastic area mm-hmm. yeah so yeah you read the instructions, and I mean, we won't go into the yeah. fine details of the uh, of the, the whole plan. But yeah, it'll be limited athletes, and then be able to spread that out over uh, multiple days and multiple cohorts of people. It'll be easily achievable, and um, yeah, those details um, go on their website. 
multisport.com. Uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, as far as Bracebridge is concerned now, that's a little bit of a hillier type oh, yeah. race. Uh, and, the you know, there's going to be a time trial start in the water. That's always been the case there at Bracebridge with a little bit of a current in the water. Um, you know, with the sprint distance on the bike, you'll you'll hit maybe that one hill by Santa's Village um, and maybe another, but that's about it. Nothing. Yeah. Um, you touched on the fact that Bracebridge is a time trial um, start. My understanding is that well in Bracebridge and Toronto Island, all of these races will be a time trial event. Um, the time trial, I, I must say, I... I've always been a, a favor of this type of racing because you always have that little carrot in front of you that you're chasing down. So um, with this type of style, I find that you're never actually out on the course on your own. So there's always people out there. And I like it like that because there have been times when I've been out there and it's like, am I on the right road? I don't know if you've ever felt like that, but sometimes I have. Yeah, because you're always... Probably had to, had to head of pack, not seeing anybody. I'm always catching up after the swim, going through people. So okay, uh, yeah, I it is fun and, that way. And, I just find yeah. it can make you, you know, a little bit more um, compet. For those who like the competitive side, this is a great way because um, you're constantly chasing down. For those who are coming into triathlon for the first time and they're anxious about the swim, you know, when all the swimmers are starting together, having a time trial start swim, you're just pushing off, you're you're leaving the shore on your own. And that's actually quite nice. That gives you a little bit more of a relaxed, less anxious feeling because you're not going to be crashing in or getting hit by any other swimmers, especially in the first five to 10 meters. Yeah, and it just seems that um, this is the way that triathlons are being carried out right now um at least with iron man yeah. same thing right the, the time will start yeah. to get that spacing um at least at the beginning right and then we are looking at toronto island so we're looking at again if that carries through toronto island in may and august let's hope it goes that's okay. one of my favorite races it's basically flat and fast the water can be very cold and again that that lake could churn up i mean we've had you know, it being 30 plus degree and the swim canceled because the water was like unswimmable, right? It was like in the very low uh, there. So anything can happen, but at least the bike there is, is flat, fast, and okay. same with that run. Do you know what, Roger? I've never been. I know. I never thought. I, I don't remember you ever yeah, being there. No, I I've so. never ever been. So maybe this will be my year to actually get over there. Mm-hmm. and have some fun but yeah it is a fun one i know for a while i don't know if we still have our streak jason our friend here our partner <laughs> in, in relaying i remember once we started our relay streak there after uh, both doing iron man uh-huh. mont tremblant and then instead of me racing individually i changed the registration to a relay and then we've always raced the duathlon relay there and had some good battles with some, some great that. teams over the years yeah Right, and then again, they are possibly going to have Wasega Beach, and that would be an awesome race to 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 do if that happens. And Gravenhurst, we'll see how that how they do that. Though it'll be interesting because again, it normally happens on yeah. ferry boats, um, but I hope they may do that because I know in the, sometimes in a given try they start 
They used to start right by the dock and have them swim out and back. So we'll see how they uh, they do that. And and as the note says here, K-Town and Lakeside will likely be put on hold mm-hmm. until 2022. Okay. Yeah, I, I think it's, um, you know, you got to go in with a new fresh mindset. Um, especially it was going to be exciting as, you know, I, I hope that we see a lot of new racers coming out now because um, it's new and fresh for them. And, um, and yeah. it's racers like yourself and I, and a lot of people who we know in the industry, you know, we're the ones that have to change our ideas of what triathlon looks like. And we continue moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. At least now we, we are starting to see uh, some people and some organizations having races, or at least having to plan to have some races out there. There's no outright cancellations at this point, right? So we're, we're trying to find mm-hmm. a way to navigate through this. We know there is a, a way in which to have some racing done. So at least now, um, there's, uh, you know, I would say a prize or a carrot to, to chase. Um, not that there's always been one. You can always, again, train, be better, train to get that 1% better every day, that sort of thing. But at least now, again, there's races uh, with Multisport Canada here in Southern Ontario stepping up to say, hey, we are planning yeah. on returning to racing. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited. And I know you are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Again, we are closely tied to Multisport Canada since, uh, again, the very beginnings. And uh, ambassador athletes, all that sort of thing. But again, we do we believe in the, the family atmosphere of these races. You come, you will you will feel it. Uh, all the, you know, the staff, the organizations been like that since the very beginning. I agree with you. I, I feel like I'm part of the family. I've been there for, oh gosh, I don't even want to say Roger how many years I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's just the, the course and they have the best these places where the, they are. I mean, you can actually make an, a great weekend. So, you know, again, if there's not much traveling, et cetera, I mean, we don't really know what's going on because it's fluid. Every day's changing. But these are definitely places like Welland and um, Bracebridge and even Toronto Island. You know, you can stay on stay in one of the other hotels. They're like little mini getaways for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see yeah, again how all that transpires with the next few months. Okay. There. And you missed you missed my oh. little jab there. <laughs> Said they had that. I said they have the best oh, race now. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know what? I think he walked in the room and I was telling him to get out. That's why it's that part. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, we do. Uh, Steve Fleck will be there. Um, your professional announcer, um, which will be exciting. Yep. And uh, he has been. Uh, he's actually been doing some announcing online, and over the winter he'll be doing some Zwift announcing. So you'll get to see him there as well. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we'll end that today with this episode. Um, talking about, again, the return to racing. And at least here in the Southern Ontario with the Multisport Canada Triathlon Series. And as we see, and if you're in the Ironman loop, there's racing returning there. I see all the emails with, um, you know, notifications uh, coming through with uh, registration opening here and there. So, again, they're starting yes. to open up. And I see um, the Edmonton, um, the IT. Oh, I'm going to say it wrong, Roger. Uh, 
Yes. World Trap. That is exactly 40 weeks away. Yes. So yeah. when I saw that email, that was exciting. Yep. I have one gal. Who- yeah. We're seeing lots of things opening up. And uh, so hopefully that means, you know, more people coming our way and we're trying to promote people yeah. coming our way anyway, uh, regardless of the racing, because we will put on a race for you no matter yes, what. Anyway. I think we're actually, t- you and I, we've been chatting about putting on a race up in Tremblant. Right. Right. So we have we have plans in the works. So there's no hesitation in whether you know races are going to go through. We will have an event for you no matter what if you decide uh-huh. to come on board with, us. with prizes and big plaques. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. All right. So we do celebrate our athletes all the time. Okay. Well, that was great. Good. All right. So that is it for this edition, and we Sounds will great. catch you next. Bye time. for now.